There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Would you rather travel or would you rather stay home? For the holidays, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, 651 Would you rather travel or stay home from the for the holidays? You know, travel is just around the corner for a lot of people. I'm going to be traveling. We always do, though, because our family is out of state. But um, I feel like people are giving themselves more and more permission to leave town for the holidays. And frankly, I just love it. Maybe it's because I'm at a different age in my life. You know, I think if you have young children, it's probably a little different. And if you've got a large family all in one place, it's, again, probably a little different. I get all that. But I was looking through this uh, survey and it was actually totally unrelated. It's like from this theater company. And they're like, how many people are going to the theater this holiday season? Because don't you do that? Do oh, you guys yeah. do that? Yeah. You go see a movie over yep. the Christmas holiday. Absolutely. Um, but they also asked people some general holiday preferences. And 75% of people, so three quarters of people said that they prefer to be in town versus out of town for the holidays. And frankly, I actually am in that 25%. Because I would much rather be somewhere else. For the holidays. Now, I have a specific reason for that, but 651-641-1071, if you, maybe you guys have changed your family tradition. I feel like we just talked to somebody a couple days ago in one of our conversations who, you know, was heading out to Vegas or some yeah, such place. for the holidays. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071, would you rather travel or stay home for the holidays? My like I literally I hate to be the buzzkill in the room, but the big reason why I say stay home is because it's so expansive. Oh, to travel! Oh my gosh! And also, it's so crowded because everybody's traveling. And I know that that sounds not, but I don't. I I like to travel at the parts of the year where it's not so popular. I will tell you though it. Uh, there are some places that may be busy and certainly travel like like uh, Thanksgiving holiday is one of the busiest travel days. But you can find some really good travel deals. Like if you want to go on a cruise, going on a cruise over the Thanksgiving holiday is a huge deal. I will say deal. I the one of the best uh, trips I've ever taken. Well, t- two times. One time we actually flew on Christmas Day. Mm hmm. And it was such a great oh, trip, and it was easy, and it was no big deal. We have routinely traveled on, and, and again, I kind of travel, we travel every year because both of our families are out of town, so we're always going to either Florida or Illinois, and we go to one for one holiday and the other for the other holiday, but um, I've traveled enough on Thanksgiving itself or on Christmas itself, and it's actually the way to go because nobody's doing dead it. and nobody's traveling. Yeah. 
Um, but I think it also depends on the stage of life you're in, right? Like if you have kids, you want them to have that traditional, like everybody's, I mean, depending on what you celebrate, right? Right. If you're celebrating Christmas, for example, and you're putting up a tree, you want the kids to have the experience of having Santa Claus come and, and do all that stuff. Right. That said, the older you get or the further uh, away you get from that sort of traditional Christmas setting, can I just tell you how relaxing it is? I've been like at a casino for Christmas, and yeah. I know that you oh my think gosh. that sounds horrible. Yeah. Bradley, that is a Hallmark movie oh. if I've ever oh. heard casino one. Casino Christmas? At the oh casino gosh, for Christmas. Please, can we write that Hallmark yes. original movie right now? Yes. He was just alone for the holidays. Yes. And I was sitting next to this guy playing the slots, and he looked so lonely, and I turned out he was a really nice man, and we invited him to our family for dinner. Okay, and you're going to need out, like a jackpot in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and they had a jackpot, and it turns out Well, the homeless that, guy wins the jackpot, yeah, right? Exactly. That lovely man was Santa Claus himself. Oh, that's so beautiful. And he had like a straggly beard, and we're yeah. like, that so guy looks kind of like... <gasps> Wait a minute. Like, oh, Santa's fallen on hard times. Santa can't get all the gifts for the kids. He's like, screw this Christmas thing. I'm just going to go get crunk at the Santa casino. Santa goes to Vegas. Rudolph sitting at the bar. Yes. Sits down at the penny slots and then earns a fortune and Christmas gets to happen. It gets you guys, saved. it writes what? itself. Have you ever traveled with your family for the holidays? Uh, not this family. Like the, my family of origin, yes, but not not my husband and my children. Yeah, no, um, but like, see, and that's the part that gets like hard. Is it, like traveling at all is a production in my yeah. family because we have five people. Yeah, so like making a decision to fly anywhere oh, for sure is like taking out another and I mortgage. Get that. On I the mean, house. it's much easier for Jamie and I to leave than have our whole family yeah. come see us, which it's, is why. We do that. It's a lot. So, um, and it's not that I'm opposed to it. Uh, It's just not a viable option for the Lundstrom family. Um, But, you know, I, there have been times, well, we'll be gone. Well, no, actually we'll be back by New Year's this year. We have been gone over New Year's. I don't know that that counts as a holiday. Oh yeah. I think it does. It's the holiday season, right? Like that time between Christmas and New Year's. I think a lot of people, again, if you're doing cruises, because that's always on my mind, a great time to cruise would be right after Christmas or right after the New Year um, because sales are big and most people are coming back to work. So yeah. if everybody's coming back to work, you jump on a boat and say bye. See, so, and that's the other thing that's hard when you have kids is that like everything is dictated by their schedule. Yeah, because they have school. And yeah, everything. and if you're going like, to make the decision to take them out of school... That's a big decision. That's why we avoid cruises over mm. spring break because bye. It's true. Their children are everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Literally. Holly, have you guys ever traveled? Well, you travel or you have traveled a lot because you've lived all over. Yeah. I try to not travel on the holidays because like you guys said, it was busy yeah. and I've had it conditioned into me being an airline kid that just don't even bother traveling over the holidays mm-hmm. because you ain't getting anywhere and it's going to be like $5,000. So, right. Yeah. But right. I mean, if I could get on a plane right now and go to the beach over the holidays, I would be gone in right. a second. But then again, I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. I don't have anything. It's just me. I'm just here to tell you, if you get at some point in your life, the opportunity to eat at a buffet on Christmas, I mean, okay, again, a, a Hallmark movie, Christmas buffet. Yeah. Like, I'm if somebody else is making the dinner, like, yes. you don't got to schlep around nothing. 
you know, I don't Life need no presents. Been, yeah. I'll just meet me at the Britney Spears slot machine, man. Oh my man. gosh, yes. Yeah, I have no precious feelings about the holidays whatsoever. Bring me to the casino. Wow, and you casino never Christmas. say that. Holly even wants a casino Christmas. All I want for Christmas is something casino related. <laughs> when we come back. It didn't work the way I wanted it when to. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have an update uh, having to do with leaving Neverland. Uh, there's really no smooth way to transition into that. So we're going to talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Update about the two accusers of Michael Jackson that were profiled in finding left. Sorry, leaving Neverland uh, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. What's the update, Brad? Okay, so uh, you might remember that the two men who uh, were featured in Leaving Neverland, the documentary, uh, Wade Robson and James Safechuck. You might remember that they actually sued uh, Michael Jackson for sexual abuse, but their lawsuits, and that was the estate because he was uh, not with us any longer, Michael Jackson, that is, their lawsuits were dismissed back in 2017. And that had largely to do with the statute of limitations, so it ran out, right? Right. Well, turns out there's a new law in California, and that law, that new law, might actually allow them to have their cases heard again. And in fact, uh, the latest update, and this was, I think, from just a couple, well, just one day ago, um, an appellate court had a hearing uh, and when it ended, both Robson and Safechuck and apparently the Michael Jackson estate agreed that this new law <laughs> might actually open the door for new trials for both men. So the judges in this appellate court haven't made their final decision. Um, but, you know, according to TMZ and, um, you know, the Internet. So take that for what it's worth. Quote, the writing is on the wall. So um, there's a good chance that these two men will have another chance to sue Michael Jackson's estate um, based on this new California law. You know, and it's interesting, too, because like because of the time, like how the times have changed since their first attempt at um, filing this suit. I think we live in a in a time now where um, where we're like as a as a culture more open to hearing the stories of victims and also and as a result of that some of the people who would have been witnesses at the time might be slightly more willing to speak publicly about what they saw yeah because a lot a lot more has been dragged out into the open in in the intervening years and of course we saw with the documentary the hbo documentary leaving neverland um, that there were more people that were willing to help these two gentlemen tell their story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, I can hear people uh, on another side uh, or on maybe the Michael Jackson estate side, because I haven't heard directly, you know, what their argument or position would be. But I can imagine there are people who are like, well, they're just trying to get some money. You got to ask yourself. <clears throat> and I think most of us reckoned with this back when, you know, we watched the documentary you have to believe that these two individuals are willing to say some pretty horrific things um, and implicate all sorts of people, including but not limited to their own parents, mm-hmm. in aiding and abetting um, an abuser. Mm-hmm. I mean, because their families don't come off 
squeaky clean. Right. Oh, not at all. And not by a country mile. And in fact, I think for a lot of us, we watched these two men talking about being put in positions of um, danger at the hands of their parents and thought, what parent does this? Right. right? So like, then you got to ask yourself, so who, who engages in that storytelling in order to just get a paycheck? I think honestly, there are much easier ways to get a paycheck because you also have to believe that, you know, they will somehow get a claim that is going to, I don't know, ameliorate selling your parents down the river. Now, mm-hmm. some people probably cynically think like there are people that would just do that. So, you know, why are you even questioning it? But I right. really have a hard time believing anybody goes through all of this mess just to get a paycheck. Well, I think and I think you make a good point. And also, you know, to have concerned themselves for many years with maintaining this story that they've told um, at the detriment of their own careers and not only careers relationships, relationships with not only their family mm-hmm. but their significant others absolutely all of you know which again is all spelled out plainly um, in, in that documentary yeah. why like oh, I'm gonna go on TV and make you look like a horrible person even though we have a relationship, like there's just, there are so many things that lead me to believe that they have a credible accusation and the fact that, or allegations, and the fact that they now have another chance to have their days in court. Whether or not they're successful to me is almost irrelevant. Yeah. If they have a legitimate chance to have their cases heard, then to me, you know, the justice system has worked. Has done right by them. Um, yeah. I mean, because you'll remember after the, uh, after the documentary aired, There were a lot of reports that were concerned with specifically um, a story, and I'm gonna—I can't remember the exact story, but a story that uh, Jimmy Safechuck, one of the accusers, told in *Leaving Neverland*, having to do with uh, the actual, like the train station at the um, amusement park that Michael Jackson had on his property, Neverland Ranch. That he uh, that that of a of a rape essentially that occurred in an area of that building, and after leaving Neverland came out, people were trying to refute that story based on the timing of how he described it and whether or not that room existed or Mm -hmm. the people that were he said were there were there at the time, et cetera. So you know it's interesting because people will try to poke holes in their story based on their timelines, et cetera. And you have to remember, these were traumatized young men. Mm-hmm. And again, you go back to to what end? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, going after a paycheck to what end with all of the suffering that we've seen them go through and then the public scrutiny on top of that. Well, Is that something you would invite in just for a paycheck? There are other, are other cases. It, it is not to say that there aren't people who have lied. Surely there are people who have lied to make a quick buck or gosh, only knows what their motives were. Um, you know, they've lied about sexual assault. They've lied about uh, any number of things, right? Um, but generally speaking, you find out that those people are lying because they're not credible or they're because they're lying. And generally, when someone's lying, that means that something is not going to add up mm-hmm. and you're going to be able to figure out what that is at some point. These men have been telling the same stories uh, for a long time. And the fact that they continue to seek you know, justice for themselves, 
even after it appeared that they wouldn't have the opportunity anymore, to me at least says something. And also, I go back to all of the people who try to poke holes in these right. allegations and ask myself, what? Why, why do you feel any obligation to poke holes in, so- poke holes in something that you're not implicated in or connected to, right? right? Like, what, what purpose does that serve to um, question... Like, if somebody says to you they were sexually assaulted, what in you feels obligated to prove them wrong? Right. I, that is an interesting, right? an interesting sort I mean, of way If you're Michael Jackson, sure, I understand why, because you are facing... And if you're the estate, I understand yeah, why. I mean, but we all, all these, understand that the estate is trying to protect the estate from having, you know, a tarnish. Yeah. But isn't it already there? Apparently not. Anyway... We'll continue to follow it. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue to talk about it. When we come back, though, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, we're going to tell you about dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots, and they are abundant. We will reflect on them after this on My Talk 1071. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of idiots. Crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Okay. Um, We're not going to Florida. (laughs) Sorry. We're going to La Crosse or La Crosse. La Crosse. It's over uh, across the border. (laughs) Uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin, that is. And I want to tell you about a guy. And this story comes to us from the La Crosse Tribune. Uh, Benjamin Gear of Lanesboro. Mm. He's from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lanesboro, Minnesota. Yeah. So he's a yeah. hometown hero and he was charged with doing something the other day oh, that geez. weren't no good. Uh oh. Okay. So, um, did he show his butt to somebody or something like that? No. Okay. Not that. Nope. That's not good. No, he kept his butt. Well, I don't know. I mean, he might have shown his butt, but that was not the priority or uh, the, the the big part of the story. <laughs> um, prosecutors, in fact, accused him of doing something with something to get something. Okay, doing something with something to get something, and he didn't show his butt. That I know of. Okay. To be fair. Okay. So, do you want to know what he did? He's yes. You're like, I don't want to go. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like bad okay, living so this one. If I told you that his car, mm-hmm. a Nissan Altima, had been impounded, I have a friend who drives an Altima. Mm-hmm. It's a nice car, a nice four door sedan, right? He actually has a uh, a starter in it, so it starts up like when oh, we're at the gym, he can just start it right away. Oh, it's a nice car, a good, love the solid future. vehicle. So his Altima got impounded. Mm-hmm. Okay, which sucks. Have you ever had your car yes. impounded? Yes, Me too. it's the worst. It is the worst because then you got to stop what you're mm. doing and get a friend, and then you got to tell a friend, "I'm a loser. I got my car impounded." And then you got to bring you your drive checkbook, me, and then you got to bring a checkbook. And who even has a checkbook? Exactly. I mean, it's a pain in the rear. You're going to be late to everything. And I don't even know if you can write a check. In yeah, these I think days, you have to. Well, I just feel like in these days you, you can be writing a hot back. check. Anyway, moral of the story is it's not fun. 
Well, he didn't do he didn't do the thing that you're supposed to do to get your car out of the impound lot. Uh, what did he like break in and try to? Well, yes, break out? kind of. But it's how he broke in or attempted to break in that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Now, wait for this story. I, I don't have a choice. I, I mean, you do. You're right. There's but the I, door. I, no, I want to hear it, though. That's the um, thing. Benjamin, if you're listening, I'm sorry, buddy, but I'm going to have to call you an idiot. Because oh dear, Benjamin thought it would be a good idea to break his Nissan Altima out of an own Alaska impound lot. Mm-hmm. On Alaska, I don't know. Off Alaska. Mm-hmm. Around Alaska. Uh, through Alaska. Well, he tried, to, Alaska. <laughs> he tried to go through Alaska. Actually, through the uh, fence at the impound lot. With a Porsche. What? No, dude, no. Oh my God. Benjamin Gear of Lanesboro, Minnesota took a Porsche or Porsche. I ain't fancy enough to know how to pronounce that vehicle and used it as a battering ram to get his Nissan Altima out of the impound lot. Excuse me. That is not how that works. But did he steal the Porsche or like rent it or how did he get the Porsche? Oh, the Porsche was parked behind the Ultima. Oh. So he tried to use the Ultima to get his vehicle out because there was a 2012. First of all, can we talk on Alaska uh, impound lot? Yeah. They left a 2012 Porsche with the keys inside parked behind his Ultima. So they they have video showing this Porsche cra- crashing through the fence. Oh, my word. And a fence of a nearby house. He then... I mean, at that um, point, drives just through take the, the holes in the fences. Ugh. Do you think you're not going to be seen, Benjamin? If Benjamin were an ice cream, he'd be pralines <laughs> and, and something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if he's on Facebook. I'm going to look while you tell us your story. Oh, this is my favorite side hobby that we do. Yeah. It's like Ancestry.com for idiots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For my story, I would like to go to Ohio. Oh, hi. Oh, um, we're going to Warren, Ohio, where we okay. meet 25-year-old Gregory Rary. And on Sunday night, he had big plans. He went to his parents' house uh, to have a sit-down conversation with them. He had uh, some goals, and he was looking to his family to help support him in those goals. So he went to his parents' house. His brother was there. His 29-year-old brother, Chad, was there. Uh, They all sat around the dinner table. And um, Gregory said, look, everybody, I have a big dream in life. Okay. Big goals. And that's to be on America's Got Talent. Oh, okay. That's That's a goal. Right? And he said, but I don't have the money to get to the audition all by myself. Oh, sure. Would you all support my dream? Sure, I'll give you ten bucks. They they did not say that. Oh, okay. What'd okay, they say? so they said no. Rude. So they said no. We're not going to support you. His family would not kick in the cash to support his big dream, and he got angry. He got real angry. So angry, in fact, that he punched his twenty nine year old brother Chad in the face. Oh, that's not appropriate. And then his parents had to call the cops. So, I mean, things didn't turn out the way Gregory wanted this them to. This is a fun family at holidays. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, as the cops were pulling, like, you know, cuffing Gregory and, and pulling him away, 
He told his brother that he'd kill him if he filed charges. Was his talent being an a, a bad word, mm-mm, a jerk? Mm-mm. You know <laughs> what was his talent? I'm really glad you asked. Nobody really knows what his talent is. He, um, we don't know what it was that he was <laughs> Maybe so throwing sure punches. Could be. I don't know. That's hilarious. Anyway. Um, he'll never realize his dreams because he's behind bars. Unless his talent is like bending bars, in which yeah, case, or like, like that hiding contraband in his hoo ha. Yeah, then he might win some. You don't know. Anyway, and that was where again? That was in Ohio. Oh, oh okay. We're gonna keep it midwestern uh, for our third crazy stupid Fine. idiot story and we're going to go all the way to can's ass oh really uh, Olaf can's ass mm. which i've driven through they have a super target and um once upon a time when uh crispy cream donuts were real big i stopped on my way uh to texas um oh. and got some some uh crispy cream donuts at the Olaf super target really yeah yeah i was also smoking ciggies then so i had like a a carton of ciggies a 12 pack of donuts and a bunch of Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, God, that was a fun trip. <laughs> Those were good old days, yeah. weren't they? Um, but actually, I digress. That's not what I'm talking about. In fact, I want to go to Johnson County. Okay. And I want to tell you about a 55-year-old man named Philip Ward. And he is charged with some stuff. Now, I'll get to that stuff. But I do want to tell you that he is retired from the Johnson County Sheriff's Office. And he just retired in 2017 after serving <laughs> as a sergeant. So he was a sergeant... In the sheriff's wow. office. Like, yeah. This is a dude that yeah. respects the law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although he didn't respect the law, which is why we're talking about him. Mm. So apparently he owned a business. And that business got in some trouble lately. Okay. And the business, his, I, I will give you the name. Lotus Flower and Dream Massage. Oh. Yes. Yes. So he owned a business in Johnson County called Lotus Flower and Dream Massage. Mm-hmm. Any guesses what that business was selling? Well, uh, happy endings, I'm guessing. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out that maybe he had just had so much experience learning the business while he was a sheriff uh, that perhaps he decided to go in on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, he... And six other people were arrested after this long-term investigation into illicit massage parlors all across Johnson County. Johnson County apparently had... And they were a, all across his Johnson County. Over, they apparently had a rash mm-hmm. in Johnson County. You might want to get that looked at. Yeah. So, a rash of uh, massage parlors. Uh, anyway, according to court documents, he uh, was... a. Uh, Arrested and charged with two counts of promoting sexual relations, which I did not know was a crime. Promoting Promoting sexual sexual relations. relations. That sounds like a very Kansas thing. Yeah. Like not engaging in prostitution. Mm -mm. Promoting other people to engage. I hope that doesn't mean like just saying sex is good. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. 
visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.